Chicago. This is your new morning routine. Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's home for sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With the returning David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got JC, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this back-to-work Monday with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks for watching our show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And my buddy is back. Ladies and gentlemen, David Kaplan. Good to be with you, Jonathan. A lot of sports thoughts to get to. But first, I want to find out, and the audience wants to find out, how are you feeling? A thousand percent better. I was a hurting pup on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We had to go up and meet with the big boss, mm-hmm. Daniel Zetterman. Mm-hmm. I was dying in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Dying. But it was an important meeting. Anytime he speaks, it's important. Well... He thinks it is. Okay. And (laughs) I got home. I was in bed at 520 for the night. Like an old man. Like an old man. Yeah. Didn't eat dinner for two days. Basically didn't eat for two days. Okay. That's a problem. That's not the soda program. Say it with me now. State of the art. (laughs) That's not state of the art. No, no, no. No. I was very concerned about my partner, especially when he's not eating. Now, for some reason, his name's David Kaplan, doesn't like soup. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, but you, you're not a soup guy, not a lentil guy. No, God. When you're not eating, now that's a problem. That's a concern, I think, for everybody. So my partner kept checking in on me. Greatly appreciate it. Hmm. Shay must have lost my phone number. And All right. <laughs> Go ahead. It, I got a ton of sleep. A ton of sleep. Mm-hmm. And finally, Saturday tested i had no covid all week mm-hmm. just was a mess yeah but i'm good but he but he rose Back at it. but folks he rose in the third day there he is there's david kaplan the third day thursday friday but saturday there he is but i'm concerned because again for all the tv that you've done over the years all the radio it caught up with you and once again as i told jesse i blame kansas city the, again, you may feel like you're 30. Mm-hmm. You're not 30. Folks, I know who 30 years old. You know, guys are going to be bopping around the city, jet-setting Chicago to Kansas City, Kansas City to the back, you know, all that stuff. That, that's fine. You? You work a morning show. The idea that you were going to leave and go to Kansas City, a late Sunday night game, really no sleep, by the way, between the Sunday night game and the, and the morning show. Here's how I know. You're tweeting at people at 2 and 3 in the morning. We saw this, right? And I told Shay, I said, 
there's going to be a problem because the guy has been up all night. Two, three in the morning, you're tweeting at people. No shot. <laughs> Our show starts at seven. You were out there in that cold. I mean, you were bundled up and everything, but still, you know that the cold seeps in. You thought you were dressed for it. I did. You weren't ready for it. You're not 30. What do you think you're doing there? It was Kansas City. That's exactly what it was. That's what Danny said. Danny tweeted me. Kansas City got you. No question. Or texted me. No. Cap, it was Kansas City. But, but again, burning the candle at both ends won't get it done. I was there on assignment for the show. Assignment, yeah. Oh, yes. What was the assignment? Hey, man, this atmosphere is awesome. Yeah, what else? I'm cold. <laughs> Cap, that won't, that's not enough. You were there on assignment only because you're like, hmm, I'll experience this. But you didn't have the day off the next day. You sat there and froze your ass off. And keep in mind, because you're on soda, you're sort of a slight individual these days. You turn sideways, people can't see you. So, so the whole thing of you being out there made you sick. That's what happened. That's what my brother said. He's like a dummy. Take Monday off. Get some sleep. Fly back. Tell your stories on Tuesday. I'm like, nope, I got to be there Monday morning. And I took the good. 5 a.m. I'm good. <laughs> and then look at you, down and out, sitting at home watching Lee Phillip. That's what you're doing. Ooh. You know who that is. <laughs> you may, you Talk may show in the 70s. Yeah, you may feel young, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Which brings me to this, Cap, with you being sick. Now, last time that you were out, you had COVID. Correct? Correct. That was last June. Yes, you had COVID. Mm-hmm. And you were, t- you were telling me that I don't know, as Cap told me, I don't know how people live walking, sitting around watching daytime TV. Because when you're doing a morning show, you're out. You're up there. You're working out. You got to go to this event. You got stuff to do. You got get to get to TV, all this, right? But you were never the one to be able to just sit around and watch TV. So I'll ask you, during this Thursday and Friday being out, and you need to be out because Kansas City got you. So... What were you watching? Because I have a top four that I remember watching when I was a kid, when I was sick. I watched, a, I slept a ton. Yeah. And, and the bizarre thing is, so we have a little love seat. Yeah. I'm more comfortable with my legs, and I'm not a tall individual. Yes. With my legs hanging over the side of the love seat mm-hmm. than stretching out on the couch. I don't know why that is. But I enjoy the little corner of the love seat and then let my legs just drape over the side. And I watched a lot of Law and Order while I was awake. I'm and the <laughs> horse racing channel. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I know why you like the little love seat versus the couch. It's the equivalent of the, of the prisoner, like on Your Honor, uh-huh. the judge. Yeah. Where he prefers to lay on the floor than an actual nice bed. Because he's used to just being able to be in his little spot, his little cot in right. prison. Correct. More comfortable there on the floor, a little cot, than actually a comfortable bed. Correct. So I think this goes back to your coaching days. Sleeping on the couch. In the office. Yes, but a that little couch. That happened many times. But not a big, not, not, not a nice, comfortable sofa. It was like a little corner. So that you're going back to your coaching days with that. Am I, am I correct? Probably accurate, because I remember sleeping on this red leather couch in Coach McDougal's office. <laughs> And it was small. With your legs. Like a love seat. With your legs over the top. Right. <laughs> With the, we didn't have digital back then. It was like either a VHS tape mm-hmm. or a film. And just put it on. 
So let's go around the room here. Jay Moore, tell me, when you were sick as a kid, what TV show was on? It's one thing to be sick and sleeping through it, but sometimes you turn the TV on. When I was a kid, all I could remember is MASH. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Reruns of MASH being on. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, a little, so a little Hot Lips, a little Alan Alda. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not wrong. All right, so JC, when you were sick, what TV show was on? Like you, you're, you're, you're in a haze, you're sick, but this, this show's on. What is it? I mean, I think I had something on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, it was like General Hospital. It's like I would fall asleep to it. Like, with, like Jay Moore. Like, Luke that would come on, and, you know. Luke and Laura. <laughs> watch that for a little bit, put me to sleep. Okay, Cap, I have a top four. And, and again, my partner here uh, is disgusted by all the daytime TV, confused by it, of what is on during the daytime when he's out with me. You know, he's got appearances, working out. No time for daytime TV. Never. Absolutely not. So as a kid, top four. Uh, number four would be the news. Mm-hmm. News would be on. Right. You find out what's going on, you know, on Channel 2. And again, keep in mind, Cap, I grew up in a Channel 2 home. Because when mom would turn the TV on, what's the first channel would come on? Two. Two. <laughs> it would stay there <laughs> right. the whole time. They didn't, re- re- they didn't recognize the other channels when I was, until I was an adult. Um, but it would stay on two. Keep it on. Burley Hines has a report. Oh, sorry. Beg your pardon. Socks game's on. Hey, Harry Porterfield's got something. There's a fire on the south side. We've got to go there. Uh, he would or be there. someone you should know in the community. Let me tell you something right now. Saturday's at 5 o'clock. You better be in front of the TV to watch someone you should know. I would be playing, like, softball or playing baseball down the street, and my mom embarrassingly would say, Johnny, someone you should know is on. Come home. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I got two on and two outs. What do you mean? I'm trying to come on home. It's 5 o'clock. Now, there's no, like, VCR or anything like no. that. No. You had to watch it live or you missed it. Correct. So, here, guys, I got to go. Your mommy says you got to come home. Look at him. Like, yeah, someone you should know is on. I'll be back. I'll be back in a half hour. (laughs) So it was on two the entire time. So news would would be number four if I was sick. Number three, underdog. Underdog is my all-time favorite cartoon. No question. All-time. Underdog would be on because that would be on at noon, 1230. Yep. This is a time when I was at uh, in public school grade school where you can come home for lunch correct don't know if that's a thing now but coming home for lunch at Mm -hmm. noon yeah you go to school you come home for lunch and then go back before the buzzer at one o'clock correct it's the way it used to be i was only a block away from middleton school back Mm -hmm. in the day we lived on drake Mm -hmm. one block and i could find my way home yes young of the restless was number two Mm -hmm. because it's mom's soaps you're not turning off the Y and the R. And again, CBS, mm-hmm. so it wasn't going off the air. Yep. She's like, hey, don't turn, change the channel. What would she say? My stories are on. Stories. I mean, like soap operas? Stories. Don't turn my story off. Hmm. So then Young and the Restless would be on. And, of course, number one would be uh, Sesame Street. There you go. Yeah, Bruce and I were my brother. We're not Sesame Street people. We were not. We'd watch the Megilla Gorilla Hour of Power. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. With little OG and McGilla Gorilla oh, yeah. and Clutch Cargo. Yes. With the characters where the mouths moved way off. Very key. odd. Very it, odd. It was, the, the, the voice and the mouth did not match on Clutch Cargo. Chelveston the Duck. 
Yes. With Frazier Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Underdog with Sweet Polly, Purebred. What are you saying? Chelvis Cubs are going to win today. <laughs> yeah. Three to two. And then Ray Rayner in the morning. So you, so it sounds like you were more into the cartoons than the actual puppets. So you didn't like Bert and Ernie. That's, that frightened you as a child? I just didn't. We, we just, it wasn't our bag. <laughs> Sesame Street. You're not a Sesame Street guy. No. I mean, they had good stories to tell, though. You learn about numbers and letters. That's still on, on demand if you care to watch. I'll I think pass. It's, yeah, oh, no, it's good stuff, though. It's educational. Absolutely. I was actually, while I, when I was awake the other days, while I was sick last week, mm-hmm. gambling horses. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. TVG. Love Hawthorne app and TVG. Oh, yeah. Now called FanDuel TV. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having that on because it's on. God, they're running uh, horses and races all day. Oh, they, yeah. Then go to the internationals. Correct. <laughs> so it never stops, that channel. Yes. So I understand. So. Let's ask this question. JC, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776. My partner is back. He's alive. And he's standing up. And he's ready to go this morning. Let's go. But there was daytime programming that he was watching. So we're asking you the question. When you were sick, what was the show that was always on your TV? I mean, it's one thing to be sick. But as a kid, there's always something on. Imagine being a kid now in 2023 when you have 24-hour cartoon channels. I would have got all F's, Jay Moore. It's like, there's no way, right? At least back then, as Cap will tell you, the specialized cartoon, you know, at noon to 1 o'clock, you get them on the weekends. But now, 24-7 cartoons. It's kind of jacked up. I would have been ruined. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, there were, and there was, remember, it was a big deal if you could get 32 or 44. Oh, yeah. On your TV. Yeah. The UHF channels, they called them. Yes. Right? Right. Absolutely. Otherwise, it was 2, 5, 7, and 9, and 11. How do we survive? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) How do we survive with just those two channels? Now you got a million channels you don't even use. The Price is Right was another show. Ah, Price is Right. Yeah. 10 o'clock. Do, 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 do. Bob Barker talking about pets again. Correct. Outstanding. So when you were sick, what was the show that was always on when you were a kid? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. My guy is back, David Kaplan. I'm Jonathan Hood. Still to come, we'll give some thoughts about the Chicago Bulls uh, because the trade deadline for the NBA is right around the corner. We'll talk about that and that cartoon, that one show that was on. It's like, ah, I'm sick. But you know what? It makes me feel better. Captain J. Hood, morning 7 to 10. Welcome back to Captain J. Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Glad that you're with us here. Don't forget, we'll have Shout or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. My guy, Cap, is back. He's been, I was under the weather for a couple days, but he's laying on the couch, and then there's some daytime TV on. It probably reminded him when he was a kid. You're sick. You're not going to school, but there's an opportunity to watch TV. Because when you're a kid, obviously, you know, for some kids, we got to get up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., Cap, to be able to get to class at 8 Nine, depending on where you where oh, you yeah, are. I think we always woke up six thirty, seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. But there was no time for the daytime TV. But we also had to make our bed. Did you? Oh, absolutely. 
make our absolutely. bed. No question. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I remember, Mom, I'm running late. I don't care. Make your bed. Better not be a crease in it. It better be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, like the army. Right. And I remember telling my kids that, like, who makes their bed? You're getting right back into it. And I'm like, in my house, you make your bed. Yes. Yes. And I don't know about you, but it's nothing like making your bed and then pulling the sheets back and it's nice and cool when you get in it. Correct. It just holds it in like a sardine can. I don't know know why that's the case. Maybe that's not true, but at least in my experience, bed made to get in it. Ah. Yeah, you feel better getting ah. into like a made bed. <laughs> Something about that. Maybe I'm wrong, but just to me, it's a cooler feel. Agreed. But but no, it, it has to be made. There's no question. Agreed. In a Bob and May Hood house? <laughs> Marshall and Lila were right there you, with. You're not leaving the home without that bed being made. Correct. So 312-332-3776, we've given our, our choices as far as when you were a kid, which uh, show... Um, was did you watch when you were sick? Like my my, my friend here, David Kaplan. They didn't have the horse racing channel back then. <laughs> no, that was late at eleven thirty. The Sportsman's Report what was that late at late at night. They'd have something on, on channel thirty eight, didn't they? They would have they would have today's racing at four forty five with Ed Connaughton. That was the host. <laughs> so ridiculous names. They're not even real. <laughs> uh, Mike and Elgin on ESPN one thousand on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Mike. Hello. Right. These are fake sick. I would. Uh, I'd look at the Price is Right. The Price, price is right. right is on every day. Channel two was. So that when you. So it was. So it was for you. The Price is Right. Ten a.m. when you're two. sick. Right. That, that, oh, middle school. I'm skipping. I see the Plinko, the flashing lights, and the girls. Oh, the girls. Oh, <laughs> when you're in middle school playing sick, it's a great show to watch. <laughs> He's exactly right. No kid was there to watch Bob Barker. They were there to watch the uh, the ladies showing the samples. Correct. Trying to get your Plinko started. Correct. Plinko. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That was the game they played. Plinko. So ridiculous. Brian in Kenosha on ESPN 1000. It's Brian. It's what's up, buddies. I got a couple things for you. Uh, first of all, I remember, uh, I, I think we're lucky in the Chicagoland area to have WGN, the Superstation. Yes. Like, yep. not everybody was blessed with the WGN, right? So no. you, you wake up, you got Fantasy Island on at like 7 a.m. That was crazy. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. You got <laughs> tattoos on at 7 a.m. Exactly. You got Shay Horva, whatever his name is, sitting there, you know, talking about, you know, the plane. Oh, uh, Hervé Villachez. Yes. Her- Hervé Villachez. That's what it is. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Cap. Um, then you got uh, uh, Andy Griffin show. You got to love oh, that. The gentle so, comedy of Andy Griffin. Well, don't forget Ropper, right. Ropper Room was on. Ropper Room yeah. was on. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. You Learned lost a lot. in space. Gilligan's Island. Like, yes. These are all bangers. I mean, these are all you know, fire the Dick, shows. Va- the Dick Van Dyke show. You Don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, then... My other thing was, you know, like when you weren't feeling good on like a Sunday night and you knew you weren't going to go to school and I would have a hard time sleeping. This is how I became a sports fan. George Michael's Sports Machine on at like ah. 11 o'clock at night on like a Sunday night or something like that on NBC or something. It was after the local news. On Channel 5. Yeah. Yeah. The late George Michael. It just seemed so innovative that you would see him as a kid just push a button and all of a sudden the highlights would play. Well, he would say, so cool. let's go to Chicago. Oh, one of our teams. He hit a button, Cap. Right. He'd say, wow, he hit a button, and look, there's a highlight that pops up. That's interesting. It's really cool. I mean, look, 
You're you doing TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say, you, you're doing TV. You don't realize like the things already queued up. But as a kid, you're watching. He hits a button right behind him, and boom, the highlight comes up. The sports machine. So cool. Brian, we appreciate your telephone call. Leaves line open, 312-332-3776. Here's the difference between Cap and I. Your generation gave, a, gave an 80s kid all these reruns. Yes. That's what happened because we get, got nothing new because of your generation what, of, of programs that was filmed in the 50s and 60s. We got the, the leftovers in the 80s. 20 years behind, we got all these reruns so in the we, 80s. Thank, we, thanks for that. We would watch Adam 12. Great, great show. I watch it still now, by the way. Emergency 51 with the paramedics. Mm-hmm. And what was, oh, in the Twilight Zone. Yes, which I watch every New Year's because they have the marathon on sci-fi. On, on sci-fi. Correct. There's still ones I've still missed. It's funny. I watch that and be like, wait a minute. There's still one I did not see. And I watch it and I, I have a fun time with it. It's great. My favorite one, you should know me, my favorite one is Telly Savalas with hair. Talking Tina. Talking Tina, the little dog. That's my favorite one. So, so when that's on, that's my favorite so one. So my favorite one is the guy who builds the robot baseball player to go to the worst team. Yes. And all he does is strike every hitter out. Yes. Casey. Yes. Right. I and they get caught. <laughs> Classic television. But thank you so much for building those reruns for, for 80s kids. Correct. Lost in space. God. Yeah, with the... The uh, big, humongous <laughs> robot with the little girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. 312-332-3776, phone number. When you were sick, what uh, show were you watching? Berea, Kentucky, listening on the ESPN Chicago app is Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. Hey, good morning. How's everybody? We're good. Thanks for checking in, Dennis. We're going to go back to the 60s because that was my era. If you were sick, you had Ray Rayner with Shelveston Duck, by the way. Ray Rayner with Chelsea. Uh, room. And then when you were a kid, if they didn't say your name, you're bitching and moaning to your mother. <laughs> right, because you would send your name in. Right, right. You'd send your name in, right. And then, of course, going back to that time here, there really was nothing until noontime. Bozo. When you had Bozo Circus. Ah, uh, Bozo Circus. Right. The big thing was the grand prize game. Mm hmm. And and then, we sent in for that for years. I could never get on that show. I tried, no, but that waiting list is trying, like, is trying to watch, like trying to get tickets to Beyonce. It's just no way you can get in. Impossible. I tried. Yeah, you could get tickets to Taylor Swift before you got tickets to, to Bozo. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That's true. And then they finally pulled the plug on it. Hey, wait a minute. Your dad knew people. You couldn't get on that show. Couldn't get on. Couldn't pull a few strings there to get a young David Kaplan on the show? No shot. Man. I, I know we tried. There's no way I can get on that show. I mean, the waiting list was crazy just to, just to meet Bozo. Right. It's that crazy, was a big right? deal, man. It was. It was. That's true. 312-332-3776. Dennis, we appreciate the phone call. In McCook, here's Joe on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Joe. Joe. Joe, right. See you, Joe. Going once. Thanks. Twice. Joe. Appreciate you. Three times a lady. Yep. Uh, and Beverly is Jim, and I'm jealous on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Jim. Hey, guys. Uh, just a comment about your bid making. You're 100% right. I'm a Vietnam uh, vet who my wife uh, tells me at 78, nobody makes a freaking bid like I do in the morning. But mm. I just wanted to, wanted to share one of the credos from the uh, SEALs textbook is, 
they insist that you always make your uh, bed and get it ship shape before you leave for the day because you're going to be faced with such a uh, rough and rotten day. There is nothing better than climbing into a freshly made freaking bed. It makes oh. everything, all the, all the tough stuff uh, seem, uh, seem insignificant once you get back into that rack. So, And Jim, don't you remember, first of all, there's a famous admiral, Jay Moore can find it, Admiral McRaven does a whole speech about oh, the geez. importance of making your bed because it's really? task, task one that you accomplish <clears throat> to start your day. So, <clears throat> right on, Cap. Hey, listen, you guys, uh, I can't tell you how much... Uh, we appreciate listening to a couple of guys that treat their listener with respect. Uh, you guys are the best. Appreciate right, you. Thank you. And thank you for thank your you, service, Jim. by the way. Thank you for your service, by the way. Yes, thank you for your service. He's a Navy Shield. How about tough, that? Tough. Double tough. Triple that? tough. Yes. Uh, go to uh, Farmington, Minnesota, listening on the ESPN Chicago app is Curtis on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Curtis. Hey. Move your body. Mm-hmm. Move your body. Boop, boop. <laughs> Cap and hoodie. Bop, 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 bop. Watch out, fellas. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, man, uh, I really appreciate the previous caller, man. He brought back memories when I was in the service. Our drill sergeant actually would just bounce a quarter just to make sure it was right. <laughs> mm. Boy, that's, that's, well, you got to make sure it's right there. If you bounce a quarter on it, right? I've heard yeah, of that before. If it, if it didn't, if it didn't bounce, then we had to remake it again. So yeah, so that brought back memories. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, but uh, uh, um, for for me, the uh, Great Space Coaster was one of them. Ah. Uh, then uh, uh, Gary Gnu, that was an all time favorite. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Tom and Jerry would come on in the afternoon. And Tom then and while Jerry. I'm trying to watch, yeah, while I'm trying to watch Tom, uh, Tom and Jerry, there's uh, uh, there's house music playing in the back street. You know what? Because I lived on the uh, on in the on the south side yeah. of uh, 69th and Halstead over there by that Wentworth School that's still there. So, and I'm trying to watch that, and that's just awesome. Uh, then finally, uh, would be would be the Three Stooges. Uh, my favorite episode of all time would be Disorder in the Court. Take uh, off your hat, raise your right hand. Now put your left hand here. <laughs> right, that's Stooges, that's Stooges bit, right? Curtis, we appreciate you calling Thanks, in, Curtis. man. Thank you so much, Curtis from Farmington, Minnesota, checking in, jacking his body with us here on Cap and J Hood. All right, coming up. Cap and I are going to give you headlines and also talk about what's happening with the Chicago Bulls team. There's so many trades out there. Will the Bulls pull the trigger? We'll talk about that coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 FM HD 2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. The Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-rounder and multiple second-round draft picks. League sources tell us uh, that's the, from the league sources. Also, Seton Hall defeated DePaul 69-64. Northwestern beat Wisconsin 54-52. The Bulls will take on the Spurs tonight at the United Center at 7. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Captain Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. And speaking of that ESPN Chicago app, check out Crosstalk on Hinged. Wow, right? 
Sylvie, Waddle, Carmen and Yurko. The boys speak blue. They're, they're not dressed in blue, but they do work blue on Crosstalk Unhinged. Uh, not safe for work, but a lot of fun available now on the ESPN Highly Chicago Highly entertaining. App. Absolutely. All right, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. So here we are, Kat, a few days away Thursday from the trade deadline for the NBA. And we know where the Bears are going because we've talked so much about the Bears because we know the direction. With the Blackhawks, we know the direction they're going. They're going to try to build post-Taves and Kane at some point. They are building, but at some point we know those two are not going to be around, Cap. They're not going to finish their careers in Blackhawks sweaters. At least I don't believe so. I agree. So they're in the, the Cubs, same way. Cubs are building towards something, especially if you hear from Tom Ricketts. And Jed Hoyer, they're building towards something. But this Bulls team, the worst place you could be is in the middle. And that's where the Bulls are right now. Some say, just tear it down. It was a mistake to have that big contract for Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Where are you going in this East? And some say, you've got to be able to go forward here at the deadline. Find a way to add more pieces. Now, I still think, Cap, even in the NBA... There is value of getting into the playoffs. There's value because that's a rung on the ladder. What are you in business for, Cap, to win a championship? But how do you get there? You got to get to the postseason. And I still believe, because I'm not going to go back on what I said when we made our predictions when the season started, I believe this is a playoff team. But my goal, if you recall, was saying get to the playoffs and make an impact, meaning win a series. I guess Milwaukee, we knew it was going to be a gentleman's sweep, Cap. It wasn't going to happen. But you've got to be able to make some noise. So which is the best direction for Karnaschovas? We have to come up with an answer because he won't come on with us. We have to answer for him. So my problem with the Chicago Bulls starts with Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley. These guys are more invisible than Ryan Pace ever was. That's not a good thing. You'd get very few bites at the apple to talk to Ryan. And I still, to this day, think that was one... He's made plenty of mistakes. That's why he works in Atlanta now. That was one of his biggest. Mm-hmm. It would never answer any questions. Would never be accessible to come on a talk show and go, look, here's why I took who I took. It hasn't worked out the way we hoped. I'm going to try and be better. Whatever the answers are, we never got them. You don't hear at all from our tourists or Mark Eversley. How many times have I been on this radio station? Home, Chicago's home for sports. We're the top dogs. And I have said, paging Arturis Karnaschovas or Mark Eversley, come on the show. We'll treat you with respect, Always but I do. think our fans and we deserve answers. And now you've got a trade deadline on Thursday. You have a team starving for a point guard. Still don't have one. Will they make a deal by Thursday? I have no idea. I would hope because Lonzo Ball's not walking through that door. Billy said the other day, he's nowhere close to returning. Then you better go get a point guard and write Lonzo Ball off. And if he comes back a year from now, good for him. I can't count on him. But you're going to ask people to pay what they pay to go to the United Center? Hey, I'd like four beers. Yeah, that'll be $1,000. Yeah, I'd like to park my car. Yeah, that's another 1000 Hey, I want to buy my kid a jersey. That's 2000 That's what they asked for. Or tonight, I will be on the couch as a Bulls fan. And there are going to be thousands like us watching the game, investing our time, 
to watch that team play. How about a little something for the effort? Like, we're working hard. I'm not asking you to tell me who you're talking to. But why would our tourists not have come out a week ago and said, look, I know everyone's frustrated. We're inconsistent. I believe in this team. We're going to do what we can to improve at the deadline. Whatever he's going to say. They say nothing. They don't spend in the luxury tax. That's ridiculous. They don't address the fan base at all. That's ridiculous. And then we watch them lose at Charlotte. Then they beat Charlotte here. They beat an okay Blazers team the other day. Great. It five games, I believe, in the month of January where they blew a minimum 15-point lead. In the month. You do that once a season, you're disappointed. Five in a month. And we get nothing. But they want people to get in their car, drive to their job. They listen to sports radio to get entertained and get informed. And they give them nothing. This falls at the feet of the front office. And if the front office is not being allowed to spend any money, then that needs to be conveyed too. That's embarrassing. The question is, who's more expendable? Is it DeMar DeRozan or is it Zach Levine? Or is it even someone else that we're not thinking of? Because here's the thing. You've had your share of dumb losses, as Cap just told you. The loss against San Antonio back in October. The loss against Orlando, 108-107, to back in November. is a horrible loss. A loss against Oklahoma City in overtime, 123-119. to The loss against Atlanta, in which you did not box out. Just simple, simple play. You remember this at the State Farm Center in, uh, in Atlanta? You just need to box out. You didn't box out. You lost that game, 123-122. to Correct. The Houston game in which you get blown out on December 26, 133 to 118. To I guess the team is trying to tank Houston, and then the Charlotte loss was bad too back on uh, uh, January 26th. So, so you've had your share of losses, of course, back to back losses against the Knicks. All that it's been a really mediocre season for the Bulls. You know how I know 25 and 27 tells you all you need to know. But someone's got to be traded. Someone's got to be traded, and you've got to be able to make a move here if you feel like you can get in the mix in the playoffs. Bill Simmons on his podcast, the Bill Simmons podcast, they did mock trades. You know, we've heard of, like, mock drafts. They did mock trades and possibilities for teams to get better, like the Bulls. Zach Levine to the Knicks for mm. two 2023 first-round picks, a future first, Obi Toppin, the Evan Fournier contract, and Derek Rose, homecoming for D. Rose, going to Chicago. <laughs> The wow. Knicks retain enough picks after giving up a handful here to set up for another move this summer, and they get Zach Levine, who's going to MSG's going to love. Dolan's going to be all about it. Not going to be banning any fans because he wants everybody to come to watch Levine and Brunson in that backcourt. And then they, <laughs> then they can flip RJ Barrett this summer for Carl Anthony Towns. So that is uh, KOC in the group over there, the Bill Simmons podcast. So what about that trade? Again, it's Zach Levine to the Knicks for mm. two twenty twenty three first round picks, a future first, Obi Toppin, the Evan Fournier contract, and Derek Rose. And Derek Rose. What do you think of that? Would you do that deal? If you're Tibbs, knowing that Levine and let's tell the truth about it, surgery on the same knee. Mm-hmm. We talked about it, Cap, and we tried to reconcile both of us. Like, yeah, he's had his treatment on the knee, but you know what, though? That's the best that the Bulls have. Pay him. Now, if you didn't, the Bulls would be in the crapper without him. Well, he would. Here's the misconception. I've had some friends of mine say, if you don't pay him, you have all that cap space. No. No, you don't. Because actually. of your what's called bird rights, yeah. you can go over the salary cap to retain your own guy. Mm-hmm. 
It's to promote stability in the league. That's the reason that rule many, many, many years ago came in. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can move out the rest of that money, $160, million that is left on the deal. Look, Obi Toppin has not developed. Kid out of Dayton. And again, the question is, is that because of tips or is that because of him? Maybe it's a combination. I, I Tom really gets impatient that. with young players. Yeah. Yeah. And he, this kid just can't beat anybody else out that they have. I would probably rather get R.J. Barrett in that deal. He's a young player who's highly talented. He's run into a bit of a wall there. I watched the game the other night, and with about six minutes to go, they take him out. Game goes to overtime. He never gets back on the floor. The final six minutes, he's a starter. Yeah. And the entire overtime, he's on the bench. He doesn't guard. He's terrible defensively. Takes some bad shots, but he's wildly talented. Maybe a fresh start for him here. Mm -hmm. Am I moving on from this team? Okay, you brought up a point this morning to us. You, me, Jake, and Jay Moore were talking about what is the outcome if you move on from some of your guys. First of all, you have to make a decision on Vucevic. He's a free agent at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. He's a damn good basketball player. Are you paying him? If you're not, you have to trade him. I agree. Of course, I'm just thinking about what's next. Okay. You trade him, just like, like, where are you finding that size? That's correct, why, and because you don't have it on this team at all. Okay. Andre Drummond is a is a, a a veteran in the autumn of his career. Even though he seems like he's been around for a while, I think he's like twenty eight, twenty nine, twenty nine. I looked it up. <laughs> Sounds like he's been around for like thirty years, though. But okay, yeah. Our, and you see, he sent gifts to the whole team this weekend. Mm-hmm. Last crumb cookie, I believe they're called out of L.A. I've had them. Mm-hmm. They're insane how good they are. They come in this ornate package, like it's a gift. It's not cheap. And he sent every guy on the team. I don't know if that's a going away present, mm. but I can tell you this is not like, hey, hoodie, I got you a chocolate chip cookie when I was at the. No, this is. I got this for a Christmas gift. It's amazing. So it led me to believe hmm, that is an expensive gift to give each teammate. I think it's like two hundred and some dollars for a box of cookies. Again, they have all the money in the world. Sure, but that led me to believe he's probably getting traded. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, I really enjoyed my few months here. Good luck to you. This team, if you tear it all the way apart, we're going back to what we were under Tim Floyd. Yes. Awful. And if you don't get Victor Wembanyama, who's going number one in the draft, what are we doing? Right, and the Bulls will never be that bad. They will never be bad enough unless they get lucky like they did with Derek mm-hmm. to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. So we got to get into this. So. JC, let's open the phone lines, 312-332-3776. You hear us talking about the Bulls. Which direction will the Bulls go ahead of the NBA trade deadline? You got confidence in this front office to make a deal that will make the Bulls better or to tear it down? I have the number one player that the Bulls are going to trade at the deadline. I'll give you that name coming up next. Shot or no shot at 8 o'clock on Chicago's Home for Sports. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We got shot or no shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. Also, coming up in the next hour, do you know, amongst our staff, we have someone that can vote for the Grammys every year? Did you know this, Cap? I did not. We have someone on our staff that 
is votes for the Grammys because the Grammys were on CBS last night. We're going to get into that coming up in an hour from now right here on ESPN 1000. So, Cap, I believe just because of this conservative nature of this Bulls team, unless they, they just surprise me out of nowhere, Cap, they're trading Alex Caruso. That's number one. They're well, trading him. You want a guard, right? You want a guard? You want a dynamic guard that can be able to give you some uh, some shooting prowess from the outside? That's, I think, number one. They're not trading the core. I don't see it. Okay. So if they trade Alex Caruso, the speculation is, and I called guys I used to work with in the league, they said, yeah, we keep hearing he wants two number one picks, Arturis. Does that number... Say it out loud. Does that sound right to you when you say it out loud? Well, if you're getting those types of commodities back, I don't ever remember a time in the league where you're trading picks six years down the road. That was yesterday's Kyrie deal. Yeah. The 2029 draft is what they gave up. I've never heard of that. No. That's really kicking a can down the road, isn't Holy it? Holy smokes. But, but say it again. Ask Caruso for what? Reportedly, the Bulls want two first-round picks. Now, if you tell me they're getting two protected picks in the 27 and 29 draft, who cares? That's four, five, six years from now. I don't care. I want to fix my team now. Alex is out with, I don't know if he's going tonight. He didn't play the other day against Portland with a foot injury. Mm -hmm. So what am I getting back for him? I keep hearing the name Fred Van Vliet could be available. He's an expiring deal. He's from Rockford. He's a really good player. I'd take Fred Van Vliet on the Bulls, but are you re-signing him? He's going to ask for a big contract. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing here? Well, I just think when you say Alex Caruso for two first-round draft picks, it sounds ridiculous. It does, unless there's... But it's Alex Caruso, Cap. Like, I like him like the next guy. Like, LeBron wishes he had Alex Caruso because he did the little things that LeBron would not Correct. At the guard spot, right? Because LeBron can defend all five positions, but he misses a guy that's tough as nails, get the loose balls, be able to start the break, strong defensively on the perimeter. That's what Alex Russo brings when he's healthy. But for two first-round picks, I mean, God bless you if you can pull it off, but, I mean, that sounds insane. Two first-round picks? Correct. But then if you go, oh, wait a minute, it's in 27 and 29, who cares? Well, I understand. I get it. If I can get a good pick this year, yeah, I would be interested. But why am I giving up the best defender on my team, a great leader by every stretch of the imagination, he is the best leader in there. So why am I doing that? That doesn't make sense. But I think we got to get right to the, the heart of the matter with Zach Levine. So what letter grade do you give Zach Levine based on what you've seen now that he's secured the bag? What kind of player is he? Wildly talented. Expendable? What am I getting back? See, I'm a huge DeMar DeRozan fan. I think he's also a great leader in the room. Mm -hmm. He plays banged up. He scores. He's willing to share the ball. He goes to the glass. He mentors younger players. But I think Zach's a good teammate, too. I think think they have good dudes on that team. But it's passive-aggressive, though. It is, what I'm understanding. Like, we could clearly see there's two philosophies on the floor. Right. <laughs> right? When they get the ball right. inside and they run the offense through the post, they're actually a solid 
but unspectacular team. But they, they're pretty good. Yeah. When you have 40-plus points in the paint, and I'm not saying it's all Vucevic, let him touch the ball, get it back. It opens things up when it's, DeMar's taking three shots. I got to get the next one, and it's a fall-away three. What are we doing here? And I know it's driving Billy crazy at times. See, here's what you're not saying. You'd rather coach DeRozan than Levine. <laughs> because of the, the mid-range touch, does a lot of things for you. He's not trying to overexert himself by trying to shoot threes. You'd rather have him. But could you win with him as your, as your lead? He's a, yes, he's an all-star, but can you win with him? You, he's not. If you're going to win a championship, I don't think he's your number one. I do not. Two. I think he's a hell of a player. Two. He's my three. Mm-hmm. But, you'd now, ra- but you'd rather coach him. Probably. Okay. And I think Zach's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. I've sat, he came on TV with me, and I w- walked away from it. What a good dude. Sure. Like, easy to deal with. It would just drive me nuts at times, some of his decision making. You talked about his basketball IQ that you're just not a fan. It's just too sporadic for you to enjoy. That's there what you told are, there me. are times it's, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand. Bulls fans understand what you mean, too. And I love Io DeSumo. I'm not advocating to trade him at all. He's not a point guard. He's not. He is a combination guard. He can score a little bit. He can pass a little bit. He's a great guy in the room. He has an awesome work ethic. I love Vucevic. I've been clear on that. He's also not your number one. Well, if I have Vucevic and I have DeRozan, mm-hmm. I need a number one on top of them. Mm-hmm. That's not Zach. In two minutes, we'll give you shot or no shot on Chicago's Home for Sports.